I'm Jay. I'm MJ. So we're going to start this week off with a little something different. Um, I know it's only our second week, kind of, so not really a lot of difference we can have. But let's kind of do a recap of what we've been doing since our last episode. Uh, Jay, what have you been doing? Um, I actually um, have delved into the... While looking for TV shows to watch, obviously, um, I have found that Netflix is really stepping up their game. They have released so much stuff. So to me, in order to get me to stop and look at something on Netflix, you have to throw, you know, hot guy on the cover. And I think we could all agree that Chris Hemsworth is such a guy. So uh, he's actually in a Netflix movie called Extraction. Have you seen? Have you heard of? It? I saw the preview yesterday, and I actually added to my list. It's something I'm gonna be watching. It looks really good, and it looks just like Call of Duty, the video game to me. Yeah, it was actually a pretty fun watch, to be honest. To me, I almost feel like it's John Wick with a fleshed-out plotline, to me. I mean, I actually saw like a review, and it said, Extraction, Chris Hemsworth, Killing People. And yeah, it's a lot of that. Like, let, If you watch the preview, that's all it is. Body count might actually either equal or surpass John Wick, to be honest. But mm. it was... It's a fun movie to watch. Like, it's an action movie. It's not necessarily going to win any kind of awards. Um, it's um, basically about this... I guess he's ex-military. I don't really remember. But he's an ex-military guy, and I guess he is contracted to save this 14-year-old kid who was kidnapped. Um, and the kid is, like, royalty in... Um, where were they? In India? He was kidnapped by some criminal drug lord that's trying to get back at his dad or something. So he's kind of, the dad kind of hires him to do it. But there's all these twists and turns that happen that are are keeping him from extracting, extraction. There you go. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, This kid. And um, he's obviously got his own crippling backstory that they keep flashing back to. Also, um, David Harbour shows up in there. Do you know who David Harbour is? I don't. Stranger Things. Okay. Sheriff Hopper. Yes. Um, He shows up in there, which was quite a surprise. But I really really enjoyed this movie and Chris Hemsworth didn't get shirtless once and I still liked it. So that's saying a lot for me personally. Hold on, you're telling Growth. me Growth. I'm growing. You're telling me Thor, <laughs> the beefcake of the Marvel series to me, didn't get shirtless at all? Isn't that kind of his calling card? Like his abs and chest? No, that accent. Oh, fair okay. Because he didn't mask the accent this time. But or does he ever? No, he always has his accent. Yeah. Um, but no, and this was, it was, he was basically in military gear the entire movie. And I, uh, actually, that didn't take me an entire week to consume, but I did consume that. I actually really liked it. It was a nice little popcorn flick. Okay. So, so, so like a nice little, like, a little mini recommendation, a mini watch. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have two hours and you're sitting around doing nothing and you have some popcorn, you know, okay. throw it on, watch it, turn the volume up. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to sit there and watch it. What have you been doing? Well... What have you been doing? <laughs> thanks for asking, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Well, since the last episode, I've kind of veered off. I haven't been delving into Netflix or any of the other streaming services I have to find another show to watch. I've actually been building my own PC for gaming purposes, and that's kind of why I referenced Call of Duty when I watched the preview, because that's kind of what I've been starting with on my new um, computer and gaming with here at the house. I feel attacked. Why do you feel attacked? You're like, oh, look, well, you know, I haven't been watching TV or anything, but, you know, I, like, put my hands to work and built a computer. Well, I mean, I am being a little bit productive. I wish I was. I, I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> at all. 
I mean, our show is oriented around watching or not watching and recommendations of that. So good on you for following the script and keeping what we need to be in mind. I did that for me. <laughs> but like, so you like built the whole thing? Yeah. So I ordered each part individually, built it. Um, I mean, everything, motherboard, case, processor. I don't want to get too technical here and kind of bore people. But yeah, ordered all the parts, had them delivered. Built everything. A buddy of mine came over because it was the first time I've ever built by hand a PC mm-hmm. tower. So he stayed over here for a couple hours and walked me through it. Helped me kind of put it all together. Make sure I did it properly. Um, helped me install the software and go through all that. That's really cool. I want to put a computer together. <laughs> what I've done outside of TV is I hung a photo. Oh, what was the photo? Um, not a photo. It was. It, it is a piece of art. It's not really a piece of art. It's a canvas thing that looks like a deer antler photo canvas piece of art type situation. I'm not doing well with uh, explaining this. You could always add a picture of that to our Twitter if people want to look at it. Oh yeah, I, I should do it. This is I. That's what I did. I hung it. It took okay. one dry drywall screw. Oh. Okay. It took me three or four minutes. I don't. I don't mean to have a tone in my voice, but it just kind of came out that way. I'm, I moved into this apartment six weeks ago, or six <laughs> six months ago, and it's been sitting <laughs> on the floor. And I've been like, you know what? We're working from home. You know, I can hang this up. And I've been looking at it for three weeks. I'm like, I need to hang that up, and I never did. And, and the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I did it in pieces. Like one day, I brought the screwdriver upstairs. The second day, I brought the drywall screws. <laughs> then the third day, I actually hung it up. So this was in your room. It wasn't even the common area. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> and it's like it's and it's the wall behind my behind my bedroom door, so you can't really see it. It's just. So does your door close over top of it so it blocks it if your door's open? I think so, but I did so. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> at least I did it. Hey. We're all trying to keep our sanity during this time in the country, and I get finding the small things that keep you occupied to pass that time matter. So good on you. I appreciate the story. This week, I have one I'm going to hang in my bathroom. That one's been sitting for a while, too. Oh, okay. Just one. So so our next episode, you'll have the update that you hung the other photo. Hopefully. Okay. (laughs) We'll give it a few days. (laughs) We'll see what progress is. So... Well, now we got that out of the way. This week, we're actually going to talk about a reality show, a new um, reality show for Netflix. Since they've been re- they've been releasing them like wildfire lately, it's like they're trying to become the new Bravo or something. Um, but this week, the show that we watched was Too Hot to Handle, and the synopsis for Too Hot to Handle is on the shores of paradise. Gorgeous singles meet and mingle, really. But there's a twist. I'm sorry. I don't like I don't like dumb rhymes. To win a hundred thousand dollar grand prize, they'll have to give up sex. So Well, and to get a little more technical here, they mean no self gratification, no canoodling, no kissing, no nothing. No heavy petting? Like what is heavy petting? You've never heavy petted. I don't who what is that? Is that just, is that like... I would consider it more like a massage, like sexual tension building, you know, you touching somebody. Does grabbing you know? a boob count? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, but like, what if you do it, like, comically? Like, what if you just, like, what if you just smack someone on the boob? Is that, like... You make it have to leave count. the island. That's not, I guess that's not heavy petting. That's just, you know, 
that's just being an asshole. Like, I'm just going to hit yes. you in the boob. Whatever. But boob, girl boob, or guy boob. Yeah, heavy petting, I've never... But I guess that just means heavy making out, maybe? Or... Well, and here's where, so after I guess watching... Groping, just, I guess it's the same thing as groping. True. And as, after watching the show, this is where I've had a lot of questions about this. Um, and I was kind of wondering if, if I reached out to Netflix, if they would answer some of these questions, or if it was even worth it, if I'm going too deep into the conversation. Mm. I don't know. Um, but the whole general gist, like we said, couple, or sorry, singles are on an island that are habitual, right swiders on, white. Right swipers. Thank you. It's, I'm having difficult like you were last week. No, that's a hard one to say. Right swipers. Swipe or no swiping. Swipe or no swiping. (laughs) But yes, habitual people who just want to get to know you by begging you is how they keep saying it. Because a lot of people are from England or Australia, so there's a lot of kind of lingo you need to pick up on but yes incorrect they don't want to get to know you they want to bet you yes exactly to their mind that's how they get to know someone yeah i guess i get that a little bit i don't know but that's um that's the main thing is that they don't look for relationships they are mm-hmm. habitual one night standards like yes their currency is sex it is like hey do you want to go out for a cup of coffee we can drink that coffee and then we can sleep together in the bathroom like what are your limits kind of people so they throw these 10 people, five women, five uh, men. Correct. Um, five women or men. <laughs> um, from diff- from all over the world, I guess you could say. There are some people who are, I don't want to say all over the world, because they really were quite limited, in my opinion. If they're going to do all over the world, they basically had people from the United States, one person from Australia, and people from Britain, Ireland. To me, you got to have somebody from South America. you got to have somebody from Africa in there. you got to throw an Asian in there somewhere. Like, if you want to do all around the world, no. if you're going to use that as, like, a thing of, like, these are, which they say many times in the show, these are the hottest people in the world. And spoiler alert, they're not the hottest people in the world. I'm not saying that I'm an A+, but these people were Bs at the most. And it's fine. You know, that's perfectly fine, but don't keep saying it. But I'm like, where was where was where was my Asians? Where were my Asians at? There were no Asians in the show. There were no like there were a couple of black people, but there were no like Hispanical people. There were no Spanish people, Mexican, Latino, um, Puerto Rican, none of that. I think that. there was one black person. No, there were black people. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about yeah. like, there were either white people or there were black people. There was no like of that no diversity. Yeah. yeah. More diversity would have been nice. One of the girls was a little caramel. She was a little. She just tans real well. She just tans real well. <laughs> she was. Uh, I would. I would say her coloring was almost Kim Kardashian. Is what very comes to mind. accurate. Yeah. Speaking of the people, the people I think like you accurately described are from those three general areas: Australia, North America, and Britain, Ireland, so the UK. Um, they originally started out with ten. Five guys, five girls. Um, the original ten, if you want to get introduced to them, were Chloe. Let's talk about Chloe. Okay. We can stop after every single one and kind of give our we opinions. Can. What were you talking about Chloe? All right. So Chloe is from the UK. She is super tall, super skinny, and she describes herself as... What is the term? I'm not wanting to be mean here. Ditsy is what I would call her, but kind of airhead. Not super bright. Yeah. I mean... She's one of those girls who thinks it's cute to be like, oh my God, I didn't know that. I'm so dumb. And I mean, I've used that ploy quite a few times, but you know, it's fine. But that's the kind of... There, there's a clip of her 
interviewing with the camera face to face where she throws out a, a bigger word and she actually stops her interview and laughs and goes, where did that come from? Where did Chloe find these $5 words? Yeah, right. So our next contestant is one of our African-American contestants, Sharon, spelled Sharon with two R's. <laughs> Trust me, the first time he walked on and said Sharon and that name popped up, I was my face just was like, your name is Sharon. It's Sharon. How many times have you been dealing with that your entire life? But this dude came on. First of all, he's five foot two. He's he, you start. You don't think he's that short until you start seeing everybody else piling around him, and then you realize he's tiny. I never realized. I, yeah. Everyone. Okay. I don't know which girl later walked in, but I was like, she's eight feet tall, and he looks like he's four feet tall. Sharon says two things. Hi, Sharon. Sharon says two things. <laughs> Please forgive us. That might happen a couple yeah. more times. Sharon says two things. Hi, my name is Sharon, and my penis is huge. Is that all there is to your personality? Well, okay, and the thing I took away from his intro was he specifically went to college and got a degree in women and fem- Women's studies or feminism or something. Yes, and did it because to him that was the blueprint to picking up women and knowing how to talk to them and get them to do what you want to do. And what I thought was weird was that he's he's an attractive guy. Like he's an attractive guy. Yeah. And he's like I mean, the fact that you have to do that is kind of ridiculous to me in a way. And the fact that the first thing out of your mouth is that you have a big penis is not very you don't value yourself, girl. Well, you don't value yourself. This just builds on the, the mentality they're showing that they're habitual one night stands. Yeah. But in the long run, Sharon's ends up being one of my favorite characters. I hate on, him. Re- don't like him. He actually ends up growing possibly the most out of almost anybody on the show. Well, when you start from, oops, my penis is huge, what? I don't mean to say that. I mean, you have hmm. anywhere else to go but up? Who's next? All right. Sharon can, Sharon can chill for a bit. Who do we have next? After Sharon, let's go to my least favorite person, Haley. Oh my gosh. Haley was like, to me, and I don't hate sorority girls, but she was like the sorority girl that I would hate. Well, let me preface this. From the girls I've known in sororities, which has been limited, Haley came on and did her sorority chant, Mm -hmm. repped her sorority, and is still in college. So I highly question, is she still in that sorority or not? Most time I've heard if you do anything to deface or look bad at the sorority, you're probably not part of that organization anymore. Right. And in this show for me, when you're like, no sex, I'm like, to me, if she's 21, 22 years old, she's in college, you should be doing that. In co- like, in co- Well, I'm not to say should. Sorry. I'm not. How do I say this in a way that doesn't sound weird? Um, to me, college college is for experience. It's for experimentation. A lot of people met their met their husbands and wives in college. Great, awesome, whatever. But if you spent your four years of college just having fun and doing your thing and doing you, boo boo, that's perfectly fine. I think that to me personally, she was too young to be on the show at that point. Yeah. If you're trying to say no sex, that is her world. In college. Like, that is anybody's world in college. Well, not anybody's, but most people's world in college. So, to me, I was like, is she really going to learn from any of this? But my first thought of her was, like, I would never like her. She is very much a, that old school term of valley girl. Like, she is very on the surface. Very much, I'm like, I'm cute and I'm in a sorority and that's my thing. She is, 
She was cute. She was pretty and blonde. Like, yeah, no, blonde. I, I will not knock that. But she apparently was the one who didn't want to be there, it seemed like. Kind of didn't grow or, or get with the program and just sat there and said, I'm going to be me. I don't believe in anything you're talking about. I'm going to ignore everything you say and just do what I want to do. As I said, too young. Who's next? All right. After Haley, let's go to the heartthrob of everybody, Harry. I agree. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Harry. Okay, so Harry, okay, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Harry. Harry was Australian. Yes. And he, to me, was like, I don't know what it is, but I was like, he came out and he doesn't have like this six pack. He's obviously, he's just a flat stomach guy, not like overly muscular. He was from Australia. So number one, the accent got me. Number two, he looked to me like a nerd, like kind of like the nerdy guy out of, at, you know, to, to a certain extent. He was a little dorky, a little like kind of like laugh at his own jokes kind of guy. But and when he walked out, I feel like he knew who he was enough to know, like, I'm not the guy with the six pack, but I'm tall. I've got the accent. Super tall. I dress well for my body type and know what to show off and what to hide. He knew how to work what he had. Dude, I was in lo- I'm in love with Harry. Harry was so I was like, I might watch this show for Harry because he was just he was just giggling at himself and laughing and with the accent and then with with the <laughs> I can't even talk about him. Jeremy, I, do, do we need to have a little moment? Do we need to play a little romantic music in the background I, while you picture Harry? He like he got me. I was like, I, my first thought was, no one's gonna like him because he's kind of dorky. No one's because they're they're gonna throw these huge muscular big ass dudes out there, and he's like this six foot five, just like not really skinny, but you know compared to like these dudes compared to Sharon who had like an eight pack, yeah. you know he's the least muscular of all of, of like he's gonna be the one that's not the most he's gonna be the one that's not muscular, so he's gonna be the one that girls aren't are gonna fall in love with his personality and his his demeanor is what I was like. They're not going to go straight for looks, but I was on board at the beginning. Like I was like, I would get so involved with Harry. <laughs> Sorry. Can we, let's, let's, we can stop. Let's move on. All I'm right. Good. All right. So next person. It's this... a little morbid here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know what? I'll take the next person. And this actually ended up being my favorite guy on the entire show. Cause I just felt, found him super endearing I honestly, he was my favorite guy, and that was David from the UK. David was cool. David, my first thought, I was like, he's not that attractive. And I think when you put together some dude who has, like, boulders for shoulders and huge biceps and a nice chest, and his body was probably, to me, probably the guy, he's probably the guy with the best body on the show. When you do all that, you put all that together, you feel like you're going to have, like, an A-plus dude. I think his face was a little was a little not the greatest, but he's got that accent, and he actually even said he's was he the one that said um, in America if you throw on a if you have a British accent that's equal to having a twelve inch penis in the United States. I think that actually might have been him. So I, and, which is tr- which I can't. I, I'm like you know what? Please don't let that count against the commentator. Like he is very endearing and a very good friend. I do tend to like. I do start to like him a little bit. Like, that first time I was like, mm, you're not that great, but you're kind of forgettable. He was all right. All right. Okay, fine. You have your opinion. You're still hung up on Harry. I see him <laughs> in the background. I, I, I get what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, if there's going to be somebody with an accent, Harry's going to be my guy. All right, fine. Let's get away from the guys for a second. Let's go to one of the other girls. And I'm sorry, if you start hearing me salivate, 
The next girl, Francesca. Francesca is gorgeous. Her job is Instagram model. Which made me hate her, actually. I didn't like her because of that. I was like, you're gorgeous, but do you know what I, I think about girls who, and this isn't all girls, but to her and any girl who is like, some girls on Instagram who are like, I'm an Instagram model or whatever, are to me seem to be the most sensitive when it comes to things happening. Like, they put on this front. Like, she was out there, like, I know I'm gorgeous, and she's absolutely beautiful. She, to me, when they say 10 most attractive people in the world, she is one I'll believe, yeah, she's one of them. Oh, yeah. Because she was beautiful. Well, and her mentality is, I don't look for guys. Guys come to me. I just stand at the bar. That's her mentality when she comes right into the, into the show. I agree. Good job. I like it for that. And here's the funny part. This is the girl we were talking about that tan very nicely, super gorgeous, mm-hmm. dark hair, caramel skin. She's from British Canada. British Columbia, up in Canada. And here's the other thing I was worried about her. And if you if, if, if you watch this, almost every single shot, at least the bottom part of her boob is hanging out of every single one of her tops. Well, that was every girl. That, no, that... no, 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 no. Because other girls had bathing suits that made sense. Francesca's bathing suits, I was like, if I'm like, I've basically, you're basically wearing pasties. Because yeah. I can see the top of your boob and the absolute bottom of your boob. But Francesca, Francesca was the, uh, to me, was the, was not just the most attractive girl in the house, she's the most attractive person in the house, to me. Hands down. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. And yes, she puts on that front, just like you said, of, I'm a tough boss bitch. Guys come to me, I don't work for anything, I use what I have, and that is looks, to get what I want. She's good. She's been so great. Okay, so, we have a couple more people coming up from the basic original 10, Jeremy. Let's see, do you want to go another girl, another guy? Who was introduced next? I don't remember the order they were introduced at this point, because they kind of kept being introduced in like twos and things. So, let's go with Matthew. Oh, that guy. Obviously forgettable. You said Matthew, I'm like, who? Exactly. He he comes in. Okay, look. <laughs> he comes in. They're on a beach. They're in a paradise or whatever, right? He comes in in an MC Hammer pant and an oversized tank top. I'm like... Was it an oversized tank top or was it an oversized tee he cut the sleeves off of? One or the other. And a top knot. Which is fine. I don't yeah. hate top knots. Top knots are cool. You know what? Not cool. I don't want to say cool. Top knots are fine. But he came in there and everybody was like, uh, he's like... Not wearing a bathing suit or anything, you he, know? He, to me, was... The hippie? The spiritualist. I'm going to go with spiritualist, very zen. He's from Colorado, so he's again American. Comes out, and I think his first introduction was, I just think it'd be cool to go around the world and spread my seed and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Not really much to say to that. When he said that, I was like, I'm grossed out, you're ugly. And he wasn't, <laughs> I mean, okay... He tans very well. Not to say ugly, but if there is a least attractive person in the house, it was definitely him, in my opinion. I didn't like his personality. The personality played a lot into it. Now, he ends up being kind of the big brother to everybody in this experience. So if you get a little further in the the show, he just ends up being the person. And they don't really show this in the show, but who people rely on, he kind of is there person they go to to talk to like when i said spiritualist like he's a resource or a rock for someone when they were in need yeah i mean and they frame him as like they really tell him that he's um they call him jesus 
because he's got this hair that's like Jesus hair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He was on an episode of America's Next Top Model. Was he? He was on a contestant in 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Who the fuck knew? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he was on it. Sorry. He was, he's, he's, all right, looking. He, he, that might be your type, whatever. But no, he was, he, he seemed to be the most on board with this whole situation at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Who's next? All right. Next I have written down is Rhonda. Rhonda was, she's, she's that black girl, honey. She had them, she had the nails, long nails. All right, Jay, please, please don't hate me for this. Mm-hmm. This was my first comment. When she came on, Rhonda, American from Georgia, when she gave her explanation of who she was and kind of did her little thing, my first thought was, oh my God, that's Jay. Wait, what? I thought she was you. Me? Like, you two Wait, were, what did she say? You two would have been vibing <laughs> in a second. I would remember what she said now. Like, oh. I'm like... You two would have hit it off. I just I, I just pictured, like, you two would have gone off in your little world, giggling over in the corner, and like, oh, what do you think about this guy? What? That... I hate you. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? This now, I'm going to have to rewatch to figure out if this was an insult or if it was a compliment. <laughs> I just... This picture, like, just... For how long I've known you and some of the things we've gone through in our life, I was like, this could be Jay. Okay. I, I liked her. I, Rhonda was real to me. Like, Rhonda was, she was that, she was that <laughs> bitch, you know? Like, she was on it, and she came in with all that, like, you know what, I'm hot, I'm cute, I'm whatever. But by, like, jumping in just for a second, but, like, episode two, she was like, I understand the mission here. Mm-hmm. I want to figure that out. To me, she was the first one to be like, I'm on board for this, and there's a reason for it, and I need to change myself. So that's why I, she is my favorite person because of that. Out of everybody, she was the first one to be like, you know what? There's a reason I'm here. Let me figure out that reason. So you want me to say something that might blow your mind about her? Sure. So if you can't tell, I've watched a little more of the show than Jeremy probably has. Can't get through it. (laughs) But you find out she has a two-year-old kid. Oh, I know. That makes sense. Yeah, I, when when we found out that in one of the episodes, I was just like, "What? There is no way you have a two year old kid." A because you look great. I mean, I, I no offense to women, I understand. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get back into shape after having a child. To me, she was probably the most second. She was the second or yes. third most beautiful in the house. But how put together she was, and only after two years, I believe it was a two year old. But it, to to me, it makes sense to why she would be a kind of person who would be swiping right. You've got yeah. a you've got a kid you have to look after. You don't want to just bring up some random dude up any up exactly. around and try and. You, it's hard to 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 expose that to somebody else you're, you're potentially going to date without like turning them off completely. Which so is one thing like, she brought up later in the in the show that yes, this is why I put up my defenses because you know what mm-hmm. I got a kid I got to look out for him. I'm not bringing every single guy around. I have my fun. And I get done, I go back to being a mom. I could have wrote this shit. Next, who do we have? All right, it's two left of the original ten. Let's go with the next girl, Nicole. Nicole, to me, is if you would have put, um, if there was a, she is from, to me, Nashville, Ireland. Nashville isn't a real place in Ireland. No. But if there was a Nashville that was in Ireland, she'd be from Nashville, Ireland. Because to me, she looked like a country music singer. But she had that thick Irish accent. I like Nicole. Nicole didn't really do much during the show. She was boring all around. But she, she was still there, and she still understood and kind of helped support the other people on the show. 
She was bland. She was blandsies to me. I didn't think she was that great. I thought she was just okay. No. Meeting she, her. She's she is not the most forgettable, but she is one that does blend in the background. Yeah. She's definitely like wallpaper paint. Last is and uh, last is our dude Kells. Did you know his, his first name? His real first name? Kelakai. Great. Whatever. But he goes by Kells. He's a black British dude, which I'm like, are you black British? Are you British? Are you British African or African British? I don't understand what to call black people who are from Britain, but I don't want to get hung up on that. But that I'm always I, like, I would go with British. Shut up. Whatever. He was like their big. He was like the. He was this big. He's a big dude. They pretty much said he's a linebacker. Yeah, he's he's not like super like. He's not super cut or super like. He doesn't have like the six pack and all that stuff, but he's just you can tell he's toned, but he's just a, he was just big. He was like six foot eighteen inches tall. Um <laughs> like eight hundred pounds. But of pure muscle. Yeah, like I mean he was he, he was he was he was he was he had a he was a presence. Yes. If which I had is, to say. Which is kind of why I think he took on the role of the accountant. He wanted to be the one in charge of making sure we get our money. Exactly. But, like, so those are all the people, but basically they put all these people in this house, and they're all fawning over each other, salivating, slipping on slobber they're all over each other. And then Lana, who is a uh, Alexa ripoff, basically. Yes. Uh, they have these cones, yeah, exactly like an Alexa, you know, stationed everywhere around the island and the house and everything else. And she brings them all together and says, hey, here's the deal. You can win $100,000. Yes. But here's how. You have to abstain, like we said earlier, from any type of physical contact. No kissing, no cuddling, no heavy petting, no self-gratification, no sex. But the worst part, and here's where they got everybody, they didn't tell that th- this to them until 12 hours in. They let them fall for whoever they want to fall with, play mm-hmm. around, and think it's going to be kind of like a love island where, oh, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give him, I'm going to... And then 12 hours in, they're like, ah, surprise! You can't touch anybody. Exactly. And then the caveat to that is, if you do, if you break a rule, that produces money from the $100,000 pot. Yes. So anything you do, if you have sex, that's taking money from the pot, from everybody else's hands, or from, you know, whoever's going to win this, that's the thing. And some people, the main thing was Lana, is her name, she was like, we want you all to develop meaningful meaningful relationships with people yes. you have spent your lives like using sex to keep people away or using sex as a tool when we take that away you need to learn to get to know people and to put your walls down and to build a relationship that is off of something and not just sex which is a cute little which is cute to a point thank you Netflix but, for making us better people <laughs> but and obviously there are what I what annoyed me about it was that there were some people who were just very like, I can't give up sex. I've never gone eight hours without sex. And I'm like, are you kidding? It, it just it was just to me it, it was almost if these people I'm like if you're that real person you're a garbage individual to be honest because I'm okay with you sleep around do whatever you want but to me if you say I can't have sex I can't go eight hours without sex then you're bordering on sexual addiction yes. which is a problem. And I'm okay with people sleeping around. Sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. Do it. I am a proponent of that. I think that's great. Do it. That's awesome for you. It was either these people or to me, it was the, the producers that were like, so 
can you go without sex? And they're like, well, no. And like, well, tell me about that. Like, it almost felt like it was almost put on in the confessionals yeah. to a point where I was like, these people not talk about anything else. Like, it's not, nobody, I'm sorry, people love sex. Nobody loves sex that much. I found it just hard to believe in some instances. I'm going to save my criticisms. You're hitting very close to everything I want to say about this show when we get to that point of reviewing the show. Same way, Blaine. Exactly. No, but, um... They, but they do do that. They, 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 they tell them that, and people are up in arms or whatever. Yes. It takes exactly, what, like, maybe three hours for someone to be like, you know what, let's just make out. Who cares? And they do. And what happens? They lose money. And here's where the questions I was talking about earlier, so many questions came up about this. One kiss is $3,000. So does that mean if you're going to kiss, you better make it worth your while and have a makeout session because it's only $3,000? Or is it $3,000 per kiss? Like, there's so many fine little things that I'm wondering here. It's like, if I'm going to do this and realize that, hey, you know what? That's going to cost me three grand. I'm going to make it out with you for the next half hour and make it worth three grand. Yeah. Is it it timing? Is it tongue? What is it? Exactly. But this is when, this kiss is when drama starts. Yes. Because the guy that was privy to this kiss, that was involved in the kiss, in my opinion, was very much like, let's just do it. Let's do it. Who cares? No one's going to know. Let's fucking go for it. And the girl was like, okay, sure, I kind of want to kiss you. Let's do it. And they do it. And then he tells all of the dudes and throws her under the bus and is like, dude, she kissed me. I don't know what she was doing. And he had the entire house on his side and left her out to dry. And I was like, to me, that's the kind of drama that that almost sucks you in because I was like, Wait a minute, what's going on? But it also was like, why am I watching this? Like, what a douchebag. Now, what do I, see? Do I really want to see people be douchebags to each other? Like, that really was super duper annoying to me. But that's what happens in reality TV is people are a-holes. I watched Big Brother, for God's sake. So it's not like it's any different. I don't know why I'm trying to act like I have morals of some sort. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm above this show. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe that's why you resembled to me someone on the show. Shut up. All kidding aside, though. So, as the show progress... Sorry. As the show progresses, people who are not adapting to or growing with... or going with the program or growing as they want do get asked to leave. So, as any show would to make it progress further they bring in new talent so we have one person leave a couple episodes in they bring a new person in Mm -hmm. well they don't tell this new person as he comes to the island there's no sex they let the contestants tell them that and inform him when again he thinks he's going on a either dating reality show or competition show where he's just going to lay everybody see this is where i feel like they they really ripped off love island in a way if you've never seen love island I kind of got into Love Island for a little bit, but Love Island is so... It's too many episodes. It's like five or six episodes a week. Oh. It was a lot. And Love Island was... It wasn't this far, but Love Island basically was, hey, we're going to put these people on an island, and you guys have to couple up, Mm -hmm. basically. You choose somebody to couple up with, and you have to get to know that person, figure out what's going on. There is no boundaries on what you guys can do. If you watch the American version, it is basically... A Disney film, it's G-rated. If you watch the British version, it's rated R. Go for the British version. If you ever decide to go that far, it's on Hulu, give it a shot. But they stole the premise of Love Island to me and basically stripped it down and threw this, like, no sex thing on it. But to me, it was nowhere near as good as a Love Island 
where these people are coupling up and are sleeping in the same bed together. And then you can choose later. I want to couple up with that person. I want to couple up with that person. Love Island was, is, is, was to me was better at generating drama, in my opinion. Generating or manufacturing? Both. Okay. Actually, no. Because I think Love, I felt like Love Island was more genuine because these people are, they just put them in there and they're like, hey, do what you do. There's no yeah. restrictions. Do what you want. And those people did whatever the hell they wanted. They said whatever they wanted to say. And to me, it didn't feel as manufactured as this feels to me. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and then towards the end of the series, just to spice things up again, guess what? Here come three more new people. And as they're tied on the show, grenades. Let's see what we can have them do to possibly mess up the rest of the the money that's still in the pot. Mm. Um, with this, at least they told them what they're getting into. They know there's no sex, no cuddling. All those rules still apply. They came in for maybe a month of it. Mm. Okay. So you have now, instead of 10 people, one's left. You got one replaced. Now you got three more. So you're about 13 people now. And here's the one catch. We still don't know how you win the money. There's that... That's obnoxious to me. You're going through this and you just... Is it the one who grows the most? Is it the one who doesn't do anything? Is it the one who lasts the longest? Are there any competitions to a limit? No. There's no rules. There's no stipulations. There's nothing to tell you what you're doing to win this competition. You're just here to grow as a person. So we'll leave that as a spoiler for you if you decide to watch. I, I But after after all of that, MJ, do you think the show is watchable or not? As I've said in past episodes, or past episode, I am not... There's just the one. Yes. As of right now, there's just the one. I am not a huge competition show or reality show person. I don't get enjoyment from watching that because every single thing I watch, I feel is extremely scripted. Mm -hmm. It is very easily able to stop the camera, generate something. You don't know how much of a time jump has happened. This could be the next day where it's the same lighting, but yet you planned it the day before. All of that can happen, as well as the shorter time frame that they have these people in, like I said, is maybe two and a half months. There's no way you're going from a habitual right swiper to a deep person who gets meaningful relationships and you're now going to spout this to your friends and make sure they do the same thing and grow through this growth with you and experience all this. I just don't see that happening. On top of that, there's just moments in the show to me where the, the story you're weaving breaks down. There's looks where there's a couple on the beach, they're having a romantic date to see if they can get to know each other. And then there's like a look where they're like, all right, this scene over. We could like, we could like, you can just tell it's staged to a point. So I'm going to give it a eh, watch it if you want. I'm, it's not for me. I don't recommend it. If you like reality shows or competition shows, you do you. No, you're saying no. Okay, so. It's a not me, for me. For me, it is also a not, and here's why. I don't love shows like this, to be honest, as well. I'm not a. I'm not a... Um, I don't watch a ton of reality shows. Really, the first one I ever really watched, I watched competition, which this is kind of the same thing, but as MJ said, there's no real competition. It's not even, there's no, like, there's there's no, there's nothing saying, oh, 
like when I watch Top Chef, it's like you made the best dish. This one is like, okay, you did what? So you didn't hang me, out with this person. Good job. Right. So to me, if you're gonna watch a reality show that's gonna give you good drama, that's gonna give you everything you want in something like a reality show like this, Love Island is a far, far better show to watch. This one, to me, I can only get through three episodes of it because these people really started to annoy me. The only people who didn't really get on my nerves, to be honest, don't say anything, was really Rhonda because she was the first one to be like, you know what? I understand what we're doing here, and I'm on board for that. And she told the guy that she was kind of talking to, this is, you know what? We have a chance here to do something better and to be better so whatever, you know, let's try that. The other people who didn't want to do it because of the money, but to me, I just don't think I can get through these people's vanity. You know, to me, it was just very obnoxious. And I, these people are just so annoying to me, except for Harry. Harry was cute. No, I hate, <laughs> no, I, hate, I, 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 but no, honestly, these people just weren't redeemable to me, except for Rhonda, to be honest. From what I, I only watched three episodes, I couldn't get through the rest. To me, it is a not please skip this shit. Don't get involved in it. Or watch two episodes and be like, I hate this like I did because I was not... Watch three. I did good. Three's almost halfway through. It's about so. a third of the show. There's, there was eight yeah. to nine episodes. But yeah, not a fan. So it is, that's the redeeming fact about this. I will give it a redeeming fact. It's only nine episodes. It's not very long. They're all about 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So again... Pick a stance. It's, it's a nope. not. It's, I do not recommend it. But it's not a long watch. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, that is our uh, two knots for <laughs> too hot to handle. <laughs> God, a dumb show. Whatever. Okay. I'm just waiting for the second season and see what people do if they even try to do a second one. Dude, Love Island is so good. Watch Love Island. Really. I know it's a lot, but you should watch it. It's good. Watch the British version. Okay. Because they don't walk around going, these people are hot. They're like, these people are, you know, mediocre. And they are but it's cool. There's this dude on like one of the seasons I watched. Side note, his name was uh, Rykard. When I tell you he had, his chest was probably like as wide as a normal door frame, I was like, Jesus Christ, the dude is humongous. And Miss Great Britain is on one of the seasons. Hmm. You're welcome for that. So, what show are we doing next week? Alright, so, next week, we are going back to Netflix, and we are going to be watching and reviewing Hashtag Black AF. Starring Kenya Barris, who is the writer and creator, I believe, of uh, Blackish. Yes. And Rashida Jones, who is basically Quincy Jones' daughter. <laughs> uh, she was on The Office, and she was on yes. Andrew Tribeca. Have you ever seen that? Not Tribeca, no. You should watch it. It's pretty funny. Okay. But that's what we'll be talking about next week. So hopefully you guys will be tuning in. Again, give us suggestions for any shows that you are wavering on. You're not sure if you should watch it. You know what? Let us watch it for you. Um, email us at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is watchornotpod, and our Twitter is watchornot underscore pod. So get in contact with us, give us ideas, um, and we'd love to hear from you either way. So thanks for listening. This is Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. See you guys later. Bye.